Lighthouse Live is pre-recorded before a live audience. Welcome to Lighthouse Live, the radio voice of advancing vibrant communities. Our mission is to motivate believers to move out from the four walls of the church to personally serve the needs of their neighborhoods. Get ready for a no-holds-barred, honest look at the Christian lifestyle the way Christ commanded it to be. All that and more coming right up here on Lighthouse Live. Good evening to you, Pastor Mike Douglas here. Welcome to Lighthouse Live. Special welcome to those of you joining us all across the uh, Americas and all across the world. The world. As, in fact, uh, as many of you know, we have... uh, people actually who are joining us in, in Iraq, uh, listening to Lighthouse Live. By the way, if you'd like to know how to download this automatically to your iPod, you know, you know, 20 years ago we said that what they'd be sending <laughs> Homeland Security to check me out for invasion of aliens or something. But anyway, if you'd like to download it to your iPod, check our website, www.vibrantcommunities.org. That's www.vibrantcommunities.org. And uh, we'll explain to you on the website there how you can automatically receive these broadcasts. And uh, we thank you so much uh, for uh, your support throughout the year. By the way, we want to thank uh, our uh, host co-host and uh, producer Elaine Harlan and our prayer intercessor, the inimitable Mr. Al, needs some prayer. Actually, yes, this does. week he's uh, uh, not with us, uh, doing um, fine, but um, he'll need a little prayer just for some medical things, and uh, we appreciate uh, Mr. Al, the inimitable Mr. Al, who helps us out. And our thanks as well to uh, those of you who are prayer warriors yes. for advancing vibrant communities. We so much appreciate your participation. Uh, as we all know, nothing happens without prayer. It's the first step before we put uh, feet to the fire, so to speak. So we uh, appreciate your prayer prayer support and your financial support as well. Again, if you want to find out what's happening with Advancing Vibrant Communities and Lighthouse Live Radio, you can log into www.vibrantcommunities.org. That's www.vibrantcommunities.org. Let's check in now with our friends from Voice of the Martyrs. Hey, what's up? This is Toby Mack with news of 500 real-life Jesus freaks. It's Moscow, 1966. 500 Soviet Baptists gather at the Communist Central Committee with a petition requesting the government to stop interfering with church affairs and asking for the release of 170 imprisoned believers. The next morning, they get their answer. Hundreds of KGB officers and soldiers attack. The Christians link arms, sing hymns, and pray, even as they are beaten and dragged onto buses. It makes me wonder, what would I do if here in America we lost the freedom to talk about Jesus? Or have we already? For more stories from The Voice of the Martyrs, go online to persecution.com. You know, Elaine, what's really interesting about that is if you go back in history uh, to the revolution of 1917, uh, very interesting uh, that the communist regime at the time knew that they, if, if they attacked religion 
head on, they were going to lose. Mm, wow. So they did not make it. They did not make religion illegal. In fact, uh, they said you can. Uh, in fact, we encourage you to have a church. But the restriction they put on it was that the church could not publicly serve the needs of the community. And within seventy-five years, seventy seventy-five years, basically, the church in in Russia was dead. Wow. And uh, just a reminder, friends. You know what the communists did on purpose. You know, we we are doing because of our apathy. And we, you know, I don't know how else to say it. We just need to be out there. Well, it's true. The uh, the body of Christ needs to be out there serving the needs of the community. And right now, uh, we have a great open window where a lot of organizations are willing to part with partner with us, and especially government. The door is wide open to partner with yes. the faith-based community, you know, because we come in as a servant, and we're not beating people over the head with the Bible. You know, we're just uh, reaching out and, and helping partner to meet needs in the community, and that's a, a very powerful, powerful influence. Mm-hmm. Well, let's, uh, speaking of powerful influences, our good friend Brad Dacus from the uh, Pacific Justice Institute is going to be uh, arriving here in town in the not-too-distant future. Let's check in with Brad and see what's going on. Brad Dacus, Pacific Justice Institute. Welcome to Lighthouse Live. You know, Brad, we have the opportunity to meet with you via radio every week. But coming up on Tuesday, January 23rd, we have the great privilege of bringing you here to Modesto. And I know that you've got some wonderful information to share. Tell us what will be happening on that day. I tell you, Michael, we're really excited uh, about uh, what we're going to be presenting in Modesto and, and up and down the state of California uh, it's, it's going to be a big help to pastors. Uh, every, every pastor should be there uh, for this, uh, this meeting and complimentary lunch that we're pro- providing. Uh, first issue we're going to be talking about is religious land use and zoning issues and the rights of churches to build, grow, and expand uh, in ways that before they thought they were limited to or prevented from doing or, or uh, starting new ministries that they thought they were prevented from doing uh, and how to overcome those and, um, and occupy any building anywhere just about they want. Uh, that's, or lease anywhere they want. That's a, a biggie right there. Um, and then also we're going to talk about hiring issues. Um, you know, there's recent legislation that could impact that uh, and how to deal with, uh, with moral uh, and hiring issues, dealing with both the, you know, their, their employees but also members in the congregation and staff. And um, that's real important as well. Um, churches need to be educated so they don't get hit with a big liability lawsuit. We're also going to talk about proactive evangelism opportunities that are available under the law now that you may not be aware of in terms of reaching out to, to public school children and, uh, and actually going on campus to public schools. Um, I'm really excited about that personally because I've seen so much progress made through churches who've taken advantage of those opportunities and, uh, and, and done something. And also in the workplace, the opportunities that exist in the workplace for, uh, for uh, Christians and churches to, um, to have a real impact, uh, you know, corporate church Bible studies sponsored by uh, lay people in the church and reaching out to, to uh, the, the business sectors, an incredible opportunity uh, that exists. We're going to go into that as well. And then also there's financial issues in terms of um, opportunities that uh, churches may not be aware that they can do and how to avoid uh, legal liabilities if they are engaging in in some uh, financial opportunities to raise funds for their, their church or, or church ministries. Uh, so it's, it's going to be really comprehensive, very beneficial, and uh, we're really thrilled about that, um, the whole presentation. Now, you're going to be doing uh, these types of presentations all up and down the state, right? That's right. Uh, we've got, uh, uh, we're doing it uh, in, uh, up in, uh, in Reading. We have it co-sponsored by Mount Shasta Bible College in Sacramento, co-sponsored by William Jessup University. Uh, and then in, in Modesto, it's co-sponsored by none other than your ministry. 
and uh, we're really excited about that. Uh, and then, uh, and then we have it in uh, other places. Bakersfield is actually coming up this Wednesday, um, and um, and then in Southern California, a number of places throughout Southern California. Well, Brad, we thank you so much. Just a reminder, friends, you can find more about the Pacific Justice Institute at www.pacificjustice.org, or you can call them toll-free at one 305 9129 That's 1-888-305-9129. And if you'd like to be part of that seminar, again, we do have a certain amount of seats reserved for pastors. I mean, they, they need to get this information. But there are also some open seats as well. And if you'd like to be there, let us know. Call Elaine. Uh, you know, I do it right now, but <coughs> call Elaine. You know, operators are standing by. Remember that old thing? Anyway, where was I going with that? Oh, yeah, if you'd like to have a space reserved for you at the uh, Pacific Justice uh, uh, seminar coming up. Uh, Lane's on the floor right now. Our guests are actually picking her up after all that. But if you, I'll get through this. No, I was waiting for the Ginsu knives. Oh, the Ginsu knives. That was a cool one too, wasn't it? Yeah. Anyway, uh, now you've totally, uh, yeah, the Pacific Justice Seminar coming up on January 23rd. If you like a seat there, call Elaine. Now, any time, day or night, she'd love to take your call at 3 in the morning at 209-544-9571. That's 209-544-9571. Or you can email us at info.vibrantcommunities.org. That's info at vibrantcommunities.org. Again, that's Brad Dacus, Pacific Justice Institute, here in Modesto, a seminar from 10 to 1, uh, 10 a.m. to 1 p.m., January 23rd. No, now that I've destroyed that, why don't you tell us about new opportunities to serve? Never a dull moment with you, <laughs> no, Pastor Mike. We right. do have some opportunities. Reading Works Adult Literacy Program, uh, where you can teach an adult to read and actually change their future. 24%, this is a sad statistic, 24% of Stanislaw County adults have very low literacy skills and 51% do not read well enough to decipher a bus schedule. That's pretty sad. And we think about their medical, you know, the prescriptions and things. That's So this is a, a real uh, big uh, thing, and it's a, a great area for you to take uh, part in volunteering. You can actually change their lives and open those doors through reading. Volunteers spend just a couple of hours a week uh, increasing a student's basic reading skills by utilizing an easy-to-follow phonics-based curriculum. Now, Reading Works is a partnership of the Stanislaw County Library and the Stanislaw Literacy Center and providing free literacy services for adults who need to improve their basic academic skills. In our county, Stanislaw County Health Services Agency, where licensed registered nurses and non-medical volunteers are needed to provide senior flu clinic services uh, to patients at the County Health Services Agency. And uh, working as a team with volunteer and staff, volunteer nurses will administer the flu vaccine. That's a good thing. They're going to fill those syringes. If they can catch me, yeah. <laughs> if they can catch you and find your veins, that's the, <laughs> that's that's the hard part. part. Me, yeah. But uh, they <laughs> take the medical history, provide health education, and make patients feel at ease before they get those those shots. Now, uh-huh. non-medical volunteers are also needed to greet the public. To strap them down. To strap them down and hold them down in your case. Distribute 
distribute the flu shot information to the public and assist staff with registration and kind of direct the patients on where to go to be strapped down and get that shot. Now, this is a very good thing. You know, we, we should be encouraging this. The clinic will be available weekdays, October through November, and all volunteers must be at least 18 years of age. Medical volunteers must have a current RN license and knowledge of all infection control and confidentiality policies and all those good things. The HSA is a network of outpatient medical programs and services providing health care information and support. Yeah, that service is really important for a lot of people. It is, and volunteers can really get in there and meet lots of people and and just do uh, great things. And a biggie that we're going to be talking lots more about uh, on this program, how you can volunteer at the fourth annual Health Healthy Aging Summit uh, coming up Friday, October 13th at Modesto Center Plaza from 8 a.m. to 2 p.m., and we'll be talking all about that. But, dear friends, if you have any questions on any of these volunteer opportunities, call Barbara Borba. She's at 209-524-1307, extension 113. Again, 209-524-1307, extension 113. Well, we have been so And that's excited. not available on KTEL Records. No Ginzu Knives no. go no along Ginsu with that. Then. Well, you know, we've all heard... See if you can finish this one. Early to bed, early to rise makes one... Healthy, healthy wealthy, wealthy, and wise. I right? missed something in that. <laughs> well, I don't know about the wealthy and the wise, but but the healthy. And if you're morning impaired, you like that morning impaired? That's me. <laughs> <laughs> or how about this one? An apple a day keeps the doctor away, right? We are so excited to have people with us this week who are experts uh, in the healthy area. We have Star Carson Cleary. Did I get that right, Star? With Thank us. You. We're so happy about that. And Carolyn Hill and Margie Palomino of the Area Agency on Aging. Welcome to Lighthouse Live. Thank you. We are so glad that Thank you guys you. took time much, out of your busy day. Star, we go back a little ways with you. A few months ago, you wrote a wonderful article for the Golden Times Lifestyles magazine on one of our volunteers. Well, he was a volunteer at the time, John Ingle, who is now AVC's project foreman. And, uh, yes, great. isn't that great? He's great. doing. I'm a, not surprised. A great work, <laughs> and you are doing a great work in what you do. A writer, a fitness expert, nutrition. What inspires you? I love people. I love health and wellness, and um, I'll tell you, the thing about enjoying your life, I always tell people to follow the passion that you may have, and uh, I do it all. I wear many hats in the health and wellness uh, uh, arena, so it's just, uh, I have no complaints. No complaints. That's what drives me, is just making people smile. You know, that's Star had me doing laps around the parking lot before the show. That's why I was a little bit late there. She's been talking to your doctor. Yeah, she has. Got to get you in shape, Pastor. We are so glad to have you here and to be a part of the Healthy Aging Summit that's coming up. This is the fourth annual. Fourth annual. This happens um, at this time every year, right? This time every year. Yes, it's it's running right about the third. Uh, third Friday in October every year. We've been very fortunate to secure the same time span of the month every year. This is a biggie. Yes. What constitutes the golden years or the golden ages or that season of our lives? What how do we know when we've reached that? Well, I don't know since I'm not quite there. That's our star. That's our star. I can only tell you what I've heard. 
Now or what she can tell looking at me, right? I can see that one coming. Well, in, in regard to, are you referring to the healthy aging? Yes, and the, and the, the seniors that, that come there and, and, and the people that we're addressing. Okay, well, I am, just want to clarify a couple things. I am the project coordinator for the Healthy Aging Summit, and I, uh, I work closely with the Stanislaus County Area Agency on Aging as a coordinator trying to make sure that this process, uh, this free bilingual health screening event is a success every year. The first year, actually, we started uh, the event uh, year one, and I believe our attendance, we had 400 people attend, and I believe we screened 800 people. Wow. To date, uh, I should say last year, we screened over 1,600 folks, and we had over 1,200 people in attendance. That's terrific. And what happens with that is this is uh, is all a free health screening event, and what we've tried to do over the the last few years is we've tried to do the best we could to... uh, alert the the community that these services are out there, free health screenings for the, I call them, I don't like the word senior much, but I call it the mature mature adult community. That sounds good. That sounds good. I like that. Right, right. because there's a lot of people that actually, unfortunately, uh, will really benefit from this event because there are several people in in our community that do not have any form of medical insurance. Mm. This will certainly help take the slack and uh, help provide a service to some people that would otherwise not be able to uh, get the service. Now, the health screening event is made possible through the donations, and uh, our community organizers and so forth. This year, we've been we've been we're grateful to have received uh, major help from Kaiser Permanente, okay. AARP, the Modesto B, uh, Intravision, United Way of Stanislaw County, and others are the reason. They're major sponsors. The reason why we are able to uh, we're afforded to actually proceed with this event. What a blessing, isn't it? This that they is can a all very expensive event. So every year. You know, we kind of, as you guys say, step out on faith. There and, you go. And uh, things happen. But uh, we're we're just going on, and this year's event is, and we're at uh, we're full boat. We have over 60 exhibitors. We will have five, six major screenings. So we will have uh, bone density, cholesterol screening, flu shots, stroke assessments, mm-hmm. diabetes, wow. uh, and, and a couple others. But the thing, how this event differs this year is, we are going to have an education station next to every screening event. So if the attendees have a question about the screening that they have just received, they can move over to our uh, health educators area, and they'll be able to get uh, further information regarding the screening. You know, Star, I would imagine that one of the values of this is that we're doing preventive This is certainly health. preventive. Right. Mm-hmm. Yes, and this is wonderful. And, and as I said, we're really grateful for people like uh, Kaiser Permanente. And I, I don't want to uh, uh, close this sentence without including the other hospitals in the community as well. Sutter Gould yes. and Memorial mm-hmm. have been mm-hmm. uh, longtime partners with us as well. And we know that we're doing a, a, a great service because more and more health providers are coming on board. Who should come to this, Star? This is a, a free health screening event for mature adults 50 years plus. Okay. We welcome anyone. But what we are doing is, as I mentioned earlier, we're actually trying to provide a service to the mature adults of Stanislaw County. This is a bilingual event, so we will have uh, translators available and so forth. But we're asking that people show up early. The event is 8 to 2. 
all of the screenings are will be provided first come, first serve. We're going to be able to screen people about every five to seven minutes. Again, it is a first come, first uh first serve event and what what's really special is uh we're also serving breakfast foods first things in the morning now that should get a I great crowd to that, uh, except for the morning impaired of course no. yes <laughs> yes and i also wanted to mention that costco has been gracious enough again this year to provide our uh mature adults with breakfast foods so we will have a full breakfast uh continental type breakfast uh we'll be providing over five over 450 flu shots and uh wow. we're hoping that we can uh, maybe top our numbers from uh, 2005. Now, what what do people need to bring? Do they need to bring anything with them uh, in order to to qualify for the screening? Or? What they need to do for the flu shot areas, they'll need to bring their. There will be uh, actually two lines. We're going to have a Medicare line for Medicare recipients, and we'll also have a cash line. If people are 50, uh, 50 plus or so forth and they don't have any form of insurance or whatever, we're asking for a ten dollar donation. We will also be providing uh, cash receipts for those of the attendants, attendees that will be uh, partaking of the flu shots, and they are more than welcome to take their cash re- their receipts to their provider, mm. and there may be a chance that they may be reimbursed for uh, the flu shot that was given. But uh, we're not going to turn anyone away. But this 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 event. It's really geared to the mature adult of Stanislaw County. It's terrific, Star, to see all of these agencies and people working together yes, it is. to help these people. Because I know you guys, I know Carolyn and Margie, uh, partner and, and network and serve a lot of the mature uh, adults in this community. And, and we here at ABC on a daily basis have the opportunity to serve these needs as well. So that's wonderful to see this uh, Healthy Aging Summit grow every year. Actually, actually, we were just going to try it out one year <laughs> and see how it goes. And, Look what's and, happened. Uh, four years later, but it's uh, we have a core committee group. How this works, uh, the area agency, Stanislaw County Area Agency on Aging, as well as the Healthy Aging Association, get together with other community leaders of the community. And what makes this, this such a wonderful event is we don't just sit in a closed room and try to make plans within ourselves, amongst ourselves. We get all of the uh, participants involved to be on our committee. And we take uh, evaluation forms and have those forms filled out from our exhibitors as well as our attendees. This is our guideline to help us make the event better every year. Wow. Star, as, as people are going through the screening, now are the, do they get the results there or do they have to wait for the results? Absolutely. They will be receiving their results on, on the spot. Really? Now, wow. uh, there is one, uh, there will be, a, a, I believe there will be a couple days wait for the uh, stroke risk assessment. Oh, sure. mm-hmm. Those are also first come, first serve. Even so, we are we're, uh, re- recommending that if you're planning on attending the event to Again, and I, I can't emphasize any more than first come, first serve. There are only so many hours in a day. We can only screen so right. many people. Right. So uh, we also like to let the community know that we're really doing this for you. And uh, tell your friends and uh, and other uh 
family members that may be able to benefit from this great event. I would imagine that a lot of work and preparation goes into making this great event happen each and every year, and that volunteers would be needed for this as well. Elaine, I start on this event in February. Okay. <laughs> every year. Every year. And about the about the second week of uh, November, I'll be going on vacation. <laughs> I very well. But deserved. it's a well. It's well. It's a. It's it's certainly very rewarding. And I work with some some great people. We're all just. It's not just me. We're just. We're we're a team. Yes. And I'm just. I'm one of those people that can do. Uh, I'm not a multitasker. My husband says I'm a triple multitasker. <laughs> oh my And Carolyn Carolyn Hill calls me the tornado because I can just do a lot of things. But I, when you have a passion to do something and you have a love for something, it comes quite natural. So a lot of times I have many project, projects, and so that's where I am. What kind of thing, Star, could you use volunteers who are listening in the audience uh, to help out with during this uh, Aging Summit, the Healthy well, Aging Summit? Well, uh, at this point, we will need a few people for people control. Um, people control. People control, <laughs> yes, because what happens is uh, sometimes we get so many people initially, the first hour or so, and so what we like to do is try to keep a little order to ensure that everyone will get uh, their flu shots and so forth. I did want to go back and just make mention about the flu shots. The flu shot clinic this year will be open uh, 8 a.m. to 11 a.m. The actual event is uh, actually open 11, pardon me, 8 a.m., till 2 p.m. So if you're going to get your flu shot, you want to be at the uh, Modesto Center Plaza before 11. I understand the nurses can give about 60 shots per hour. So that goes pretty quickly. Pretty quick. So that line moves right on through. Yes, and there's no appointments. It's first come, first serve. Let's give out. They will need to bring their, if you are are a Medicare recipient, you will need to bring your card with you. And this is at the Modesto Center Plaza, Modesto downtown Center Modesto. Plaza. You want to give out the address? Yes. <laughs> it is the Modesto Center Plaza, uh, downtown Modesto. What's the address, Margie? 1010. 1010 K Street. Hey Street. Okay. Well, Are I'm, you related I'm, to me, sir? I've only done, well, you know what? I've done this for so many years. I'm one of those people. I just drive to places and uh, God help you if you need directions. I just, <laughs> I tell you to make a right or a left. None of this north and south. North, south, deep. So, again, uh, it is uh, Modesto Center Plaza, 10th and K Street, Modesto, California. And I also did want to mention that we have secured the parking lot at the Modesto Center Plaza. We will have free parking for the uh, the attendees. We have also secured a store or bus that will pick up uh, participants, pardon me, attendees from the west side. Houston, Grayson, Patterson. Patterson. Wow. And Newman. So, and, and Newman. Newman. That is so that's, very cool. Yes, they will pick them up free of charge. So if you're out in that area, you need to call the uh, Area Agency on Aging Office, and that number is 1-800-510-2020, and that is to arrange for your, to sign up for pickup from the west side. Can you give that uh, number one more time? Again, the number is 1-800-510-2020. And I tell you what, Carolyn Hill and Margie Palomino are here from the Area Agency on Aging. And I know you guys have been out there every year. Carolyn, you're a big duck in the puddle, as we say. I was a flu Nazi. (laughs) (laughs) The flu Nazi, how cute. That's and where she always want, puts me every year. And that job so, description would be? <laughs> um, well, when last year when we had the shortage and we were the only ones with the serum, oh. yes. it oh. was it was chaos. I How, mean, the, 
people just don't deal with no, do they? <laughs> well, and we had to wait last year. That's why it's so great that we're mm. going to be giving the shot starting at 8 o'clock. And there's Absolutely. plenty of the flu vaccine, yes. I yes. understand, yes. this year. And, and Margie, you've got your hands full and just, just busy busy with preparation. Very, very busy. And just, uh, I just wanted to add on uh, the event and we do it in October just to coincide with the flu season. Yeah. Yeah. And really yes. the importance, especially for our seniors as, as they get older, it is very crucial that they, you know, take advantage of, of a flu shot. Yeah. Uh, it, it, it is very important. We also do it in partnership with the Health Services Agency. Elaine, you were mentioning the flu shots, uh, the flu shots yes, that yes. Health Services mm-hmm. Agency provides. Awesome. And they are there providing uh, at the summit event, providing flu shots for our seniors. So we are very grateful for the Health Services Agency, and they take a big part in this event. Isn't it a blessing, the partnership that takes place in this community? We are just so excited at ABC to network and partner with all of you, I just, I, I get Carolyn and I go back a few years, and it's just, uh, it's been a wonderful, wonderful experience to uh, meet lots of people because we have met lots of people at the STOAC meetings that occur monthly. Carolyn, you want to talk just a little bit about that? Well, the STOAC meetings is, um, STOAC stands for Services to Older Adults Advisory Council. Um, it was originally intended to be kind of an advisory group to the office, the Area Agency on Aging. But it's evolved over the years. It's more of a networking service. Mm-hmm. Um, we may have 30 to 40, sometimes 50 different people attending um, from a variety of agencies, whether it's uh, in-home health care agencies to uh, businesses, um, even the American Medical Response people attend yes, our yes. meetings. Um, we have a lot of county agencies that come, a lot of the private residential senior housing uh, people attend and every month you hear somebody saying you know i learned so much from you guys and thank you for the help mm-hmm. and and there's a lady from hawks that's the modesto police department's right. helping uh, adults with kindness yes. and they are able to go into the homes and she says it's so nice to be able to go into a home and be able to give them a referral mm-hmm. i know this agency may be able to help you and we hear that every month, and that's what's really rewarding about that. You know, I think one of the uh, the realities that the faith-based community sometimes, we as pastors, have been the last to get on board here, and that is that no one entity can do it alone. Nope. You know, and I think one of the, the precious things is that we can partner with you, you know, to, to reach oftentimes what is a, a hidden uh, part of our community, a, a lot of, uh, of of mature adults, as, as Star says, are some of them suffering very silently and kind of hidden, mm-hmm. you know, because family has sort of abandoned them. And and uh, wow, the tremendous resources that they can take advantage of, but a lot of them just don't know. They don't know how to get connected and or can't get out of their house to access those services. So we very much appreciate your proactive stance of the Area Agency on Aging and partnering with other agencies in town. It is exciting. And, you know, when something works well in our lives and is downright good for us, we talk about it, right? And those of us who have been redeemed by the Lord Jesus Christ want to do just that. Here's Nicole C. Mullen's song, Talk About It, on Lighthouse Live. Ring the bells of liberty. He sacrifices everything to buy us 
Colsey Mullins here on Lighthouse Live with Pastor Mike, Elaine, and a whole host of characters this afternoon with you. Healthy Aging Summit coming up very, very soon. And Star Carson Cleary with us along with Carolyn Hill and Margie Palomino. So glad to have you here. Margie, you've been with the Area Agency on Aging now for a while. And you've got your hands full. You wear a lot of hats. And do you want to share a little bit more about the agency and comment on that? Sure. I'll, I'll share a little bit of the programs. And before I start doing that, but uh, I just wanted to touch a little bit on partnerships. You've been, we've been talking a lot about p- partnerships. And it's just so wonderful that uh, faith-based organizations are opening the doors to us. And this is something I've been with the agency for about a little over 14 years, I believe. And we've really never had an opportunity before to work with organizations mm. such as yours, ABC. Uh, let me tell you, uh, all these years that I've been with, with the Area Agency on Aging, uh, we, we rely on federal and state funding, of course, and, and the funding has been limited. We have not had any significant increases mm. in the last 12 years. Mm. And in the meantime, the, pop, the senior population, I'm not shy to call, to call senior, uh, <laughs> senior, uh, it has more than doubled. Without the help, without the help of organizations such, such as yourselves mm-hmm. and, yes. and all the volunteers that make a difference, we wouldn't be able to provide all the services that we do. Mm-hmm. Uh, we really, really rely on volunteers and, and I'm just very, very grateful that we have opportunities to work with organizations oh. such as yours. Uh, we provide, you know, area agencies ex- exist throughout the nation. 
And we basically provide services, uh, supportive services for senior citizens, uh, transportation, homemaker services, uh, me- congregate meals, home mm-hmm. deliver meals, uh, legal assistance. What am I forgetting, Carol? And we have a, a health insurance counseling advocacy program. We have a caregiver, a family caregiver program. Our caregivers are, some of them are burnt out and and they need a little bit of break. So we provide a respite service for our caregivers uh, where we provide, uh, I believe, 32 hours a year of just respite. Someone Mm -hmm. comes and takes care of their loved ones while they go out and you know, just have a day of fun. Just go and, and have a break. So needed. It's very, yes. very important that they do that. We, so. we run a, a, a up against so many family members or relatives, whatever, caregivers, that, that you're right, Marjorie, they are just burned out mm-hmm. and because of the pressure, you know, the psychological as well as the, the physical wear and tear on that is, I, w- I would imagine that's got to be a very popular program. It is. It is extremely popular. So we we are just want to make a difference. You know, seniors, thanks to the advances in medicine and technology, they're living longer. We're living longer. Uh, We want to make sure that we live, you know, a healthy life, that we stay independent, that we stay in our own homes, in our communities. That's where we want to stay. You know, the baby boomers are coming of age. Exactly. I are one. We we don't want to go to a nursing home. That's not, no. that's always what we hear. You know, yes. seniors yeah, they want right. to stay in their homes. Sure. So we together are doing everything we can to make that possible for them. So some wonderful wonderful things happen under the umbrella of Area Agency on Aging, and we too are blessed by the partnership with all of you. We've met so many wonderful people uh, since doing that. And you're right, Margie, the volunteers are a huge part. That's what makes it tick. That's mm-hmm. what it's all about. Well, I think one of the neat right. things, too, is is how many mature uh, adults in our community <laughs> are volunteering. Yes. yes. You know, uh, and, yes. and a couple of them are sitting in the room That's right now. Right. And, and uh, Gentleman John, our, our projects for him, and again, volunteered with us for, uh, I don't know, about a year. You know, before we uh, were able to bring him on full time, there is a tremendous wealth of resources within our senior community. And a lot of folks are just waiting to have the opportunity to reach out and and serve someone else's need. And that I think that's a great untapped resource. And I would imagine um, that uh, you folks probably run across the fact that this helps a lot in terms of self-esteem and and feeling like they're useful and and all of that. Get up in the morning. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, there's just something that happens. And I don't know if, if Pat and George want to come over and, and, and join in on the conversation. George is but saying no George way. is saying no, but <laughs> Pat will, will probably get him over here anyway. Pull up a, a chair there, Pat. Because I'll tell you what, these two um, are just exemplary in, in the way that they live their lives. And, Pat, thank you for, for stepping up and, and just thank you for all that you do. You want to share what motivates you and George to serve like you do? Well, we moved over here from San Jose about a year ago, and we had nothing to do with our time. We're sitting at home playing on the computer and watching television and feeling very unfulfilled. Mm -hmm. And our daughter happened to see AVC on the Internet. And she says, here, Mom, here's what you're looking for. (laughs) And so we've been off and running for, I guess, about four months now. Yes, yes. And George is able to drive people to doctor appointments and shopping and and dialysis appointments, yeah. which is such yes, a, he's doing yes. quite a bit of that right now. 
and I come into the office yes, and you do. do my bit. You are my office angel. I'll tell you what. <laughs> Pat answers the phones and makes some of those connections and some, just some behind-the-scenes kind of stuff that really, really is very important. And they are very inspirational. They inspire me on a daily basis, and I'm just so grateful uh, to have them here. George is, he talks about having his taxi service, and he just <laughs> he cheerfully goes about his business. And I think there's a lot to be said for that because making those relationships Relationships, uh, bonding with people uh, in in such a way is just a, it's rewarding, isn't it, Margie? It is absolutely. And thank you for people like George who <laughs> give up so much. You know, they give uh, give up their time, their retirement years, and so no, they're not sitting home playing and going and playing golf. They're helping others and helping others that are you know less fortunate. Yeah, <laughs> they are. Um, those, you know, those poor people, like you said, Ellen, earlier, they're they're home, they're homebound and frail, and and they have no way of getting out. And and no, there are no services available for some of them, unfortunately. But thanks to our volunteers, our wonderful volunteers, uh, we make it possible. Well, and Amen. think about what this does for the economy. You know, instead of having to have higher taxes and you know pouring more uh, money into programs. Here are people who are willing to do this out of the kindness of their heart. And the the problem has been uh, not that those volunteers aren't available. It's finding them and tapping them and giving them an easy way to connect. And I think that's one of the uh, things that we appreciate about uh, all of you, especially the Area Agency on Aging, is the simplicity with which we can partner. There are not a lot of hoops we both have to jump through. Just go out and do it. Kind of a Nike theme, right? Yeah, just, just do, just it, do right? it. You know, we're not saying that there's anything wrong necessarily with fishing or playing golf or, or do it going, you know, whatever it well, is. Well, there that is you the way enjoy. I do it. But <laughs> <laughs> do they still allow you on the golf course? No, they don't. I've, I've been <laughs> there's a reason for that. But, you know, uh, Pat mentioned being unfulfilled. And I think God has something to do with that, don't you? Because he gives each one of us gifts and talents and, and in different ways, and, and he expects us to use that, and, and particularly, you know, we think of uh, the people in churches each and every week who have cars to drive themselves, and, and there are a lot of people who would like to be there who can't get there, and, and of course, uh, rides to medical appointments are just a huge, huge need, need in this area, and probably in most areas that may be listening to this broadcast, I would imagine. Mm-hmm. Does, do, do the needs change, uh, Carolyn? I'm, I'm gonna, I would assume that most counties have something like an area agency on aging. Are the needs similar? Yes, the uh, need for transportation and housing mm. are the basics yeah. everywhere. The uh, Area Agency on Aging Office is mandated by the Older Americans Act 1965. So there are area agency on agings everywhere in the United States. Um, we have a, a locator number. So if you have, say, um, a parent living on the East Coast, all you know is the state, you can call this number and they will give you the closest area agency on aging office to them. Oh, that's awesome. So you can maybe get your parent connected with services through them. What is that number? That number is 1-800-677-1116. One more time. 1-800-677-1116. That's called the Elder Care Locator. I would imagine that your phones are very, very busy with people calling and asking questions because maybe they don't understand how things work. Would that be the case, Marge? 
Yes, the, yeah, absolutely. Um, and also, I just wanted to mention, we also have a, a 1-800 number in California mm. where if you call the number, you will be connected with your local area agency oh, on aging. And that's the number that Star had given before, the 1-800-510-2020, 1-800-510-2020. So that will connect you with your local area agency on aging anywhere in the state of California. It just amazes me. It's like a well-oiled machine when you walk into your guys' office. Everybody has their own little individual, I don't want to call them cubicles. They're offices, aren't they? Yes, and uh, working together, uh, we have Jill Erickson over there, Linda Lowe. Uh, we work a lot with Juanita and Richard and Carla. and William. Is, yes, and William. And uh, met all of these people actually at the STOAC meetings, mm-hmm. and things just kind of took <coughs> off from there, and, and we are so blessed for that. So uh, volunteers are needed. Again, Margie uh, talked about volunteers. Make it work. And, you know, when we think of volunteering, you don't have to necessarily commit to a huge chunk of time out of your day or week or weekend or whatever it is. Sometimes just a small amount of time will make a, a vast difference in someone's life. Star, you're nodding your head and yes. with all of your energy and all of yes. the, the uh, multitasking that you do. How would you encourage people listening now who may be just armchair volunteering, you know, like the armchair quarterback on Sundays? <laughs> Well, I always tell people, you know, it, 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 life can be more rewarding if you get involved with something that you think that you would really like to do. So what you want to do is you, if you know you like to, uh, actually you're an outdoor person and there's a volunteer need for something indoors, try to find something that, you know, that you can match your skills with and so forth. Because not only will it be rewarding, but I think the burnout level is, is a lot less if you find something that you really like to do when you volunteer and uh, just have fun with it because I think sometimes we forget how uh, rewarding volunteering can mm. actually be. That's right. You know, because it comes back to us in many ways. Right. So We are the ones who actually are blessed when we do the volunteering, aren't we? Yes, we, we are. are with the Area Agency on Aging and the Healthy Aging Summit coming up and we'll be back with lots more right after this. Deep needs, deep hurts, spreading far beyond the government's ability to help. Children, single moms and dads, the elderly, disabled, the homeless. Yet, thousands of resources that can meet those needs are sitting right now in the pews and seats of our churches. The challenge? Activating those resources and connecting them with the people in need. We have a proven solution, advancing vibrant communities. We bridge the gap. We connect people and churches with opportunities to serve the needs of their neighbors. Pure, simple, proven effective, advancing vibrant communities. What's our motivation? Jesus' command in Matthew 22:39 to love your neighbor as yourself. The church at large has a biblical mandate to serve the needs of the community. Advancing Vibrant Communities researches those needs, then finds volunteers with the skills and passions to meet those needs. The very first story that Mike told about ABC involves serving one of my church members whose needs I could not meet within my own community. And in that moment, God humbled me and asked me to open my heart and really listen. And as I saw the setup of the database, I realized that AVC is a wonderful partner with my own congregation. It helps us be more effective. This organization 
comes along and says, I'll do a lot of the groundwork and we'll discover the needs. And then those folks in your congregation who desire to be a part and who have these skills can volunteer. AVC partners with over 80 community and government agencies to help meet the needs of the city. We network with organizations like Habitat for Humanity, the American Red Cross, Salvation Army, the Area Agency on Aging, the School District, and the Police Department. Habitat and ABC is a perfect match in that we both have common missions of helping people get out of the four walls of the church, getting out into the community and helping others. ABC serves volunteers by finding ways for them to help others. ABC serves the needy through volunteer efforts with love, grace, mercy, and compassion. ABC serves churches by augmenting efforts to reach out and meet the needs of their neighbors. ABC serves businesses by helping create healthy neighborhoods, by connecting employees with opportunities to volunteer, and by providing opportunities to donate goods and services to legitimate needs in the community. You know, some of us can do donate a little money, some a little time, some one or the other or both. It really touched my heart that these strangers were interested in me and what I needed in my life. You know, it's not only hearing it, but it's seeing them, and it's being there in person and seeing the, the need that they have and hopefully being able to do something about it. I will tell you, as you know, your chief of police in the city of Modesto, we need your help in the community making a difference. Volunteer, I know we can put you to work. And I, I promise you, if you get involved, you'll feel better. You'll be happier. How can we partner with you to meet the needs of our city? We ask you to consider monthly financial support and to help recruit more volunteers. Advancing Vibrant Communities. Faith in action. Pure, simple, proven effective. Carrying out the biblical mandate to love our neighbors as ourselves. Thank you. And we're back with you on Lighthouse Live. Pastor Mike, Elaine, and Carolyn Hill, Margie Palomino, and Star Carson Cleary join us. And, of course, we've been telling you about the big event coming up on October 13th. 13th. Friday the 13th. Friday the 13th at Modesto <laughs> Center day. Plaza. It's going to be a great day, isn't it, Star? It, it certainly We will. want to encourage people to come out. My I, father was born on Friday the 13th. Was he? You know what? Yeah. I was married on, on, well, it wasn't Friday the 13th, but it was the 13th. That that's good. And George was you were born on really. So it's going to be a great day. Great day, yes. an to, awesome to day. Just an easy way for everybody to remember it. There you go. Yes, and that's remembering is a good thing, especially <laughs> yes, at is. my maturing age. Star, we wanted to. <laughs> that's what they'll be screening me for. Do you remember why you're here, Mike? No, Do you know really. where you are right We now. have a screening for that as well. Yeah, yeah. That's a good thing. They've already put me through that. Star, what, what would you say in the area of, plug your ears, nutrition and fitness? Because I know that this is a, a, a part of what you do. We didn't didn't touch on that, but just a little bit about uh, nutrition and fitness as it relates to uh, our maturing population. Well, the the goal is, uh, and I tell people, I have a seminar that I teach called Empowerment Through Movement. That coupled with eating a balanced diet, eating three to five small meals a day, and uh, 
uh, losing weight is really not, it's not that big of a deal. It really is. is, is life is about maintaining your weight, creating balance, keeping yourself moving, and so forth. I do not believe in diets. I just believe in living a, a healthy lifestyle. Moderation. Moderation, balance. absolutely. Well, and, and you know, it, when people, if we want people to establish this lifestyle, we have to make it so they can somewhat easily become a part of that. Absolutely. And I think, you know, start th- thinking in terms of, you know, I can move a little bit more, you know, than I'm than I'm used to. That is a very easy and, and even attractive way of, of becoming healthier. Right? right, and people feel great. Um, the best advice I can offer in the health and wellness arena is try not to do too much too soon. Mm-hmm. Some people forget that uh, sometimes those muscles have been pretty inactive for a few mm-hmm. years, oh, and they're boy. expecting to do all or nothing. Right. People have to remember that when muscles warm up a little bit, that, of course, you feel like you're going to do better and you're going to get going and so forth. But once those muscles cool down and you haven't been that active for the last <laughs> few years, then it's a whole different ball game. So I always advise people to try to just uh, set yourself a goal. It takes 30 days to create a habit and uh, actually build up to uh, your exercise program and, and watch uh, your diet, you know, one step at a time. And, and don't have too many unrealistic expectations. Absolutely. On Gentleman yourself. John is staring at me over the day. <laughs> Gentleman John over here. Uh, John, John is, you know, again, he, he volunteered and, and Star wrote a beautiful yes, story on yes. John a couple months ago. And, uh, and, uh, I'm sorry, the name of the, uh, magazine the is Times. The Golden Times. The Golden that's right. And, and, uh, yes. John had volunteered with us for about a year. Uh, before we were able to bring him on time. And John's in his, uh, in his seventies and John runs circles around me and actually checks up on what I eat, don't you, John? I mean, well, this is confession I have to time. Watch out. I'm, I'm looking out for your welfare. Yes, you are. <laughs> John, we've been talking and John just came in, by the way. He's working with another volunteer yes. and just pulled into the parking lot here. John, let's talk a little bit about the value of volunteering. And, and again, you volunteered for about a year with us. How did that make you feel? And, and what did that do for you inside? Well, that's a good question, and there's a lot of different ways to answer the question. One way to answer the question is it's, it's, it's just what makes your heart pound. Mm-hmm. It, what makes your heart pound? When I accepted Jesus as my Lord and Savior, I make no bones about that. He, uh, he did something to me that uh, needed to be done. And I'm following what he's asked me to do, and that is uh, the printed word on the Bible is the word of God in print. And, and I read that, and it just speaks to me and tells me what I need to do. So at my age, I'm no spring chicken anymore. I'm no spring chicken. But what I, what I need to do is inside to, to uncover something that was just kind of like a blanket over me and 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 I didn't have the light that I wanted I didn't have the 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 love and and the need and there was just something lacking something uncomfortable and when I joined up with advancing vibrant communities realizing when you go out and meet people eyeball to eyeball one on one and you see that the desperate need they can't get their hands on the plow anymore. They're not able to do for themselves. When you're able to do and assist some small way, whether it's kindness, whether it's a, a, a mechanical, whether it's a physical, electrical, whatever the trades are, whatever the need is in the house, 
you should be able to do that. You should be able to fill the need no matter what. If you have the time and you have a skill, and everybody has a skill in some area, there's a need to be filled, and when you fill that need, there's a gratification that comes back to you that you can't put in the bank. It's just too much of it. Now, John, God's gifted you with a lot of things. You're yes. kind of what we used to call a renaissance man. You know how to do a lot of different <laughs> things. Um, but some, <laughs> some of the folks that you visit, John, just need someone to come by and chat with them, right? Someone just to come and say hello. A woman told me just the other day, we finished doing a lot of work for her. She said she's 90 and a half years old. She said, John, (laughs) when someone calls me on the phone, I feel blessed. I I don't have anybody. She said, I'm, I'm an older lady. I don't have anybody. And when someone calls or when someone comes by to see me, she said, I'm blessed. And, and so how it is when you're able to work with them and connect them with people and have people call them and do something for them, what a, what a wonderful gratification that is. If you, if you don't do anything else, just go by and say hello to somebody and just have a, just have a friendly chat and a smile on your face. What a simple thing, a phone call. Even if you're laid up and you can't get out of the house, you can pick up the phone and make a phone call to someone else and change their day. It'll move you. It'll, it'll move you. It'll do something to you that, that you don't find in the storybooks. It'll do something to you emotionally mm-hmm. that you can't put in the bank. We were right. talking about that fulfillment that Pat and George Appleby uh, receive. And, and Marge, you've seen that fulfillment come through your office day in and day out. Star, I know you see it uh, each time the Healthy Aging Summit comes around. Carolyn, you network all over the place all the time with lots of people. And it's just it, it's just that, that, that underlying thing, that, that God thing, because it's a God connection when we reach out and relate and bond and, and, and meet the needs, personally meeting the needs of those in our community. And we just want, want to encourage you, dear friends at home, to attend the Healthy Aging Summit coming up Friday, October 13th at the Modesto Center Plaza. We want to thank you so much. Carolyn Hill, Margie Palomino, and Star Carson Cleary, John, Pat, George, and all of you listening at home. Have a great week and join us again next time. And until then, may God continue to bless you. Take off and rock me too.